Hi, I'm Jim. This unnamed Intensify Ford Fire When Ready Task Force Orange Vassal World Cup Battle Report is brought to you by New Admiral Sarto. New Admiral Sarto, same effect, but cheaper. And the Ronaldo Cagliari Investment Trust, funding niche gaming podcasts since 1982. And the contributions of listeners like you. Thank you. Now, from Brisbane, Australia, your host, LTD. I'm joined in the studio, as always, by former Prime Minister of Australia, Mr. John Howard. Thanks for joining us, Prime Minister. Yeah, thanks, LTD. I just want to say that uh, we decide who plays the martyr in this country and the manner in which it is played. Very true, Prime Minister. The bulk of this episode is an interview conducted with Marturin, my first round of Swiss opponent, in the 2021 Vassal World Cup. Take it away, pre-recorded LTD. We're joined today by Maturin, who's going to talk about our thoughts about our recent battle. LTD versus Maturin. We've ended up bang in the middle of the pack. I'm calling myself king of the losers at the moment. Uh, it's because I, on five tournament points, I'm on top of everyone on five tournament points or less. Welcome, Maturin. And I suppose that makes me the uh, loser of the winners. You're the loser of the kings, yes, <laughs> oh, at yeah. this point, after round one. Although there are still six battles to be fought. Indeed. Uh, so Maturin and I, Maturin suggested that we both um, make some notes and record our ideas before um, the battle. So we're just going to read through what we thought before the battle and what our plan was. Uh, and since I've already revealed that I lost, I'll read my plan and then he will read his. And then we will discuss at the end what actually happened in the battle. You happy with that, Maturin? That sounds fantastic. My dear doctor, very good. Um, we must always choose the lesser of two weevils, and we'll find out about that in a moment <laughs> as well. So my thoughts on Sato nanigans, Sato nanigans. This is right before the battle. As I look at Maturin's list, I find reasons for confidence, a little bit of confusion, and a bit of trepidation. My mantra for victory is outbid, outdeploy, outactivate, outlast. I have the bid over Maturin. There was no bid at all. I thought about taking first, but decided against for two reasons. If I go first, he gets three pass tokens, allowing one of his ships to activate last on one vital turn of the battle. And although he has a VCX, I don't think he has objectives based around strategic for me to take advantage of with my two VCXs. Intel sweep? Capture the VIP? Apparently not. So I'm going second. It has served me well so far. The only fear with going second is it might allow Maturin to land his MC-30 with a Corvette in each side arc, activate first, and delete both. This is what I will have to work hard to avoid. I out-deploy Maturin, nine drops to his seven. If I'm second, I get to put down the last three ships, giving me quite an edge. I out-activate Maturin, six to three. There's one turn where he can increase that to five activations with the pass tokens, but I will still get the last two activations that turn. My last objective is to outlast, to always have the last ships on the table, having destroyed the enemy completely. But this seems to be impossible in this game. I doubt that Maturin will conveniently fly his ships one at a time into my overlapping firing arcs. The Corvette will be hard to kill, the scout frigate foresight even tougher. In the old days, I would have just rammed it with engine techs and killed it before it got a shot off. 1.5, I'll have to ram it four times with four different ships all in one turn. Very tough to do if not impossible. Either that or make it come into close slash medium range and hope to have a lot of shots on it in one turn. And he has Ezra Bridger on board, so he can move terrain to block my Akbar shots. The Assault Frigate will be my target, I think. I can at least outrun it if it tries to get away. 
And it will be the one flinging the squadrons around. Reinforced blast doors means it's no good killing it part way. Maturin's squad ball is bigger than mine by 27 points. We both have 8 squads, but he has 7 uniques, including 4 aces to my 1. My flotillas will help by giving me squad activations. Tycho Selchu is his only faster squad than mine, but Jan should let me move away from him as necessary. At the start, I said I had confidence, confusion, and a little bit of trepidation. I've outlined the reasons for my confidence. My confusion comes from Maturin's choice of Admiral, Sato. Maturin is well known for this Sato love, so maybe this is just that manifesting itself. But the only effect I can see that he will get from Sato is turning a red to blue on his MC-30 to guarantee an accuracy from the H9 turbo lasers. Beyond that, he has no crit effects of any kind, no long-range APTs or ACMs. That confusion gives me a little bit of trepidation. What is going on with this list that I don't understand? It must have worked for him. He made it out of the pod, losing only to Louis-Andre. There must be a trap here somewhere. Fortunately, I have Akbar and he is skilled at identifying traps. That's, that's, <laughs> that's wonderful. A wonderful conclusion statement. Thank I you. Love yes. it. It's a trap. Uh, Over to indeed. you. All right. <laughs> and it's well, turned out to be a trap. Reed, tell us about the I, trap. I, I have a little uh, musical interlude, because when oh, I good. when I saw your list and compared it to mine, this little ditty from a well-known musical popped into my head. Oh, yes. There we go. Uh, indeed. Outgunned, outnumbered. Well, the only thing that I can change is really, hopefully, the outplanning part. Out so, uh, again, yes. you've gone... It's it's quite amazing, actually. The, the thoughts uh, pre-game that you had mirror my own nearly exactly. I've written down that uh, you, you've got nine deployments to my seven, six activations to my three. Uh, you've got two strategic to my one, and I... From long experience, I know what your likely objectives are with um, the strategic I'm very predictable that way. predominant. Yes. Uh, so uh, the, the the additional points, the squad analysis. I have more points in squadrons, and with my flight controllers, I should be able to win the squadron war. Was what I was thinking, but I know that your squads, if well deployed, can can tie mine up for a good three to four turns which is typically enough for your ships to do their dirty work. Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to guess whether you would give me first player or not. I thought maybe my one strategic might give you pause, but again, with two, it's, it's more likely that you would still be willing to um, take second player and, and have the choice of, and, and have your missions uh, being chosen. Uh, I, Guessing what your missions were, my, I think my clear mission choice was most wanted. I don't have enough strategic to contest um, the other sort of point generating missions uh, successfully. And uh, so I was hoping that you would choose my assault frigate, uh, but realizing that foresight would probably be the more, more effective use of that most wanted ship. So I was trying to plan around that. So I've written down in your strengths for your fleet, that uh, LTD is very practiced with his fleet and is excellent at drawing enemy ships into a fire trap, around which his corvettes circle and Akbar till the cows come home. TRCs will make his shots hurt, and he can control the range of engagement well. His squad ball is well suited to holding enemy squads at bay. 
Under weaknesses for your fleet, I have at long range obstruction will hurt the fleet badly, as it will prevent you from triggering Akbar. The front arcs will still hurt, but not nearly as much. The ships lack any damage mitigation other than natural tokens and speed, though still these are considerable defenses. So my plan was to try and deny the fire trap. Skirting the board edge might help, though he might try cutting inside to fire um, toward the outside. My assault forget can help can delete a corvette in a turn if the squad element can join in with it and if I have a double arc. This is a lot of ifs, however. Um, so I will try to pull his corvettes away from his squad cover. Either that or win the squad battle hard and fast. I don't think I'll be that lucky, though, um, to win the battle that quickly. The ships will, his ships will likely kill mine and outpace my squads as they flee. So I'm going to try to de deploy in a flexible formation and place the squads actually last um, in an attempt to have the majority of my squads weighted on one side. I'll use Ezra to cause obstruction and will hope that he gives me second so that I can uh, have more obstacles and crits to play with. And that is the end of my analysis. Very good. All right. So, and that, the point that you said about deploying your squads last, when, when, well, let's talk about terrain first of all. So, uh, we were going to have pictures with this, but our log files failed for whatever reason. So, uh, we put the terrain down. So, just you can imagine one obstacle top left, one obstacle top bottom left, and then the rest were on the right, as I recall. So, one on the top right, and then three, I think you placed the three sort of in a triangle on the bottom right. Is that sort of a rough picture? Yes, so that's, 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 right, that's about right. Okay, yes. and then you place the first ship, and it was Foresight. You put down Foresight as the first ship. Bang, well, more to the right, but not, not very much to the right, and facing straight ahead. And I thought, okay, this will be interesting. And I deployed a, a GR above you, uh, directly opposite Foresight at speed three, because I've got plans with that. Didn't really work out, but anyway. But facing my, I'm facing down to bottom left. And then you deployed your ships, and I just put my squadrons down. I believe I deployed one pair of squadrons first. I think you're right, yes. To temporize um, a little bit. And it was right. Tycho yes. and a Y-Wing. And Tycho I figured... And yep. Exactly. They would, uh, they would give me a little bit more flexibility as far before I put down my second ship. Yeah. So I put all my squads in the middle. And as you deployed your ships on the bottom right, I think you deployed the Janus Light next, and then the Assault Frigate, sort of so left to right, is, is Foresight. Jaina's light and assault frigate all facing to the right side of the board. My GRs are facing. My GR is facing to the left with all my squads around it. And then I've got the last deployments with my corvettes, and I'm looking at him, going, "He's going to run away. He's going to run into those obstacles where Akbar's no good. He's got Ezra Bridger. His squads are going to be in there. He's first player. What do I do?" <laughs> and I thought. <laughs> And I thought, I'll deploy at high speed, I'll run forward as fast as I can, I'll try against all hope that pick Foresight off. So when we chose Most Wanted, I chose your Foresight as my Most Wanted, one of my GRs, obviously. And Which was an excellent was, idea. My plan was to run forward as quickly as I can, get as many dice on that Foresight as possible, and then fly away. Um, and that was the risk I took with this deployment, because you, I, yes. I realized that you could fly away from the beginning and take the 6-5 yeah. win. Which I should have done, because <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I, all I have to do to win this is just fly to the left of the board and say, right, we're done, 
and just hope that well i mean there's always the risk there's always a slight risk in these sorts of games um that the opponent could throw their their, their squadrons in at the last moment kill one of yours and win on points by you know if you'd killed an x-wing you'd be up by 13 or something right um, exactly so that was always a risk but Instead, I thought, no, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and catch that foresight. I think it's a little bit exposed. I think I can jump in there and bring everything to bear. Um, but I did, uh, I failed on the execution. So turn one, I think my last active. Well, how did you think when you saw my deployment? What did what what went through your mind? I said, yes, he's he's going to engage, and um, and I thought, all right, there's this is this is an opportunity here if. He's going to come in. I wasn't sure if you were going to con cut inside or swing over to the right and try to engage me head on. That was that was my question there. Swing to the right of the of the field, yeah, or come straight down at full right. side. And I and I right. swung. I I turned to port, which is to the right of the screen, and my my corvettes all swung that way, presenting broadsides to the foresight. And the thing I'm yeah kicking myself for. And, and which I will never forgive myself for, or never forgive you. I imagine probably more than likely. Uh, although it was my error, was that my last Corvette to activate went just. I should have slowed him down. I should have dropped down in speed. I should have stayed inside the others, or I should have jumped over my other Corvettes and landed more safely with my squad ball. But he left himself exposed, and then the start of turn two, your squads were able to activate. And no, start of turn two, you jumped in Tycho, I think. And I engaged Tycho, and then your rogues and other stuff went to work, and you were able to put some serious damage on my lead corvette. And then the start of turn three, you activated first, threw the rest of the squads at him, and knocked out my corvette. And suddenly, I'm in a losing proposition, and so uh, when, this game is going badly. When I saw your squads deployed as they were, and then your corvettes on the other side, I said, "Aha! Here's an opportunity. His squads are speed three." But his yes. Corvettes are going speed four, and I saw an opportunity so so that that he might leave his Corvettes uh, without their squad cover for a turn or two, and so I jumped Tycho in to delay the X wings the the X wings that were furthest forward a little bit, and I and I knew I would lose Tycho, but I figured the time it bought me would be valuable. Yes, and really, and, I should have just killed Tycho and flown away. <laughs> right. but i i got greedy and turned turned to that right side of the map and yeah and as soon as i'd lost that corvette i my, my thought was if that corvette can survive the first activation of turn three it will swing as hard as it can back to the left hand side of the map at speed four and never be involved again and we yes. might actually get a battle but as soon as you destroyed that corvette i went this game is over i've lost my only goal now is to minimize the bleeding and, and stop stop this being an absolute shellacking. Um, and Which so all my yes go. I have to say that you did that very well because I I think at that point I made a critical error, and mm -hmm. and you did well. You you tempted me with a second Corvette. And yes. So at this point, I was faced with the choice of do I have my squads focus on the Corvette, hoping for a second kill, or do I strike his X wings, which were forward and without jan's protection for a crucial bit of a turn and yes. and try to focus down his squads and yes. i got greedy and i focused on the corvette yes. which 
I so, think so in the end was for an the error. purposes of the imaginary viewer, um, my Corvette's put on the handbrake. They've got a token and a nav taken. They go from speed four to speed two. They make sharp, sharp left-hand turns, port, turns to port, 90-degree turns. So they're all now facing up, basically, at the top of the map. One of them's a little bit exposed. And, yes, Marturin, you sent your your squads in to kill that last, which was the second in the row, I guess, of my Corvettes, uh, the exposed one. But that let my then squads jump on your squads and tie them up in a squadron fight, which was my only other plan was to claw back some points, hopefully kill enough of your squads under the cover of my own flak to maybe win back to 6-5. Um, that was my only hope at that point. And, that and so is... that's basically what happened. The game played exactly. out that way, except that you caught my last, you did kill that last Corvette. He was too exposed. He was too far out. He burned all these defense tokens. And, um, yes, we remembered, or you remembered, or I pointed out to you or something, that your rogue also had grit. And the next thing you know, that rogue is putting the killing blow on that ship. If I had able to tie him down. That's ah, right. Hera was the, put in the killing squads, blow. One of them only had two health, and you got it. So. Hera put in the killing blows on both, both Corvettes. Yeah. Yeah. But then I I did silly things like I sent Hera in on half health to snipe the your X wing with one health yes. left. Well, let, let's and, come to that in a minute. So okay. the other thing you had an engineering order on your foresight, and, <laughs> yes. and that was turn five, I think. So turn five, you reveal an engineering order on foresight. You're going speed four or something. You're going speed four or three. I don't remember. Um, you're going very fast. I must have been going four and used your token to slow to three to avoid flying off the board. That's and you correct. were so close to the edge of that board. I, I was sure you three pixels off. Yeah. And I was and I'm thought to myself, that thing's gonna fly off next turn. I'm gonna win this game by by accident. And actually at that point, Louis Andre, who was watching the game, my dear friend Louis, mon bon chance, mon ami, etc. Um, he messaged me and going, Oh, this is not going well. And I wrote back and said, No, it is, he's about to fly off the board. And <laughs> of course you didn't. You had a navigation lined up, you slowed to two, you made this amazing I don't know how you did it. Even now as I'm thinking about it, I'm going, there's no way that actually worked. You must have cheated somehow. But <laughs> you stayed on the board. You did a double double to the left at one and a double and a single to the one at right. And yeah, amazing. I'm it still was, that's amazing. It was an inside turn. I realized the trouble I was in at that time. I said, My only hope is a nav token. There is a yes. nav command. Nav command. Uh, and and even then I was not sure if I was gonna stay on the board. I, I was contemplating slowing to speed two and trying some shenanigans or speeding up to four and trying to fly in but and i had a plan of leaving it i was thinking i can if i can get this transport up in there i can block my own ship i can ram the transport we'll just put my corvette there and we'll stop him coming back onto the map he'll have to hit my corvette and land off the board and I had all these elaborate plans but that didn't work out either way i've lost two corvettes you've lost no ships where squads are fighting to a death and then you do your your little, what is it, Herod? Then Herod decides to do a sniping move at the last bit. Um, yes, indeed. You jump in on one of my wounded X-Wings and you take it out. But then I, then because you've jumped at me, I can take you out. And so how much is Hera worth? 28 or something? That's correct. I traded a 28-point squadron in return for a 13-point squadron. That is That was the brilliance of my strategy right there. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and so I managed to kill most of your squad ball. Um, I think there was two squads left, weren't there? That's there was, correct. Um, a gold squadron and something else. And, uh, uh, and VCX. VCX. Yes. VCX. And I still had my two VCXs and Janors, and I think I had two X-Wings. I don't remember. Maybe right. one X-Wing. Either way. Um, uh, no, I must have had three X. I don't know. Then we could look it up, but who cares? Either way, you won the game. Um, my Admiral survived and flew away, and one other Corvette, my transport, survived. They went quite well, actually, going at speed three, flying around and around in the middle of yes, the board and, and relaying. Um, I, in, in hindsight, I should have just put them at speed two, and speed three was probably too fast um, because they were too far away to be effective help. But yes, it was a game where, from deployment, I had the option of winning just by not engaging you. I chose to engage you, which I guess was your plan to force me to fight your fight. Indeed, indeed. Because I knew that if I engaged you in any other way, you would likely focus down my ships and run away, run away with the game. So yes. in, in the end, I thought, I'm probably willing to take the 5-6 loss because it was the best possible outcome if I couldn't tempt you into a battle on my terms. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Because, yes. yes, if you had flown at me, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten something, especially if it had been a most wanted ship. And in order to kill, the most wanted ship then becomes worth three of my Corvettes. Yes, absolutely. So you're at a massive discount as soon as you... And I would that. note that, that even um, with... Yeah. And I should have taken yes. six. And even with the minimal amount of fire that you, you were able to get onto Foresight, you still took half its shields off and, and a couple of hull points. Um, mm. That's the potency of your firepower. Yes, uh, so I, only, I think I only ever got three or four shots on it total through the whole game. I had a couple of shots early on where I could have shot at some more, but I decided to flak instead. Um, because yes. I, I, at that point I thought, there's no way I'm catching this foresight. There's no, it's not even worth the trouble. If, if I had shot at it early on, I imagine the foresight would have just flown to the right side of the board and turned around and gone and just disengaged altogether. If I had gotten to a point where it was seriously looking worried, I imagine it would have disengaged. Um, yes. And at speed four, it would have been very hard to catch. So, yes, my my wife, um, on me telling my wife this story after the battle, as she sometimes is interested for about 10 minutes a day in Amada, um, she said, doesn't, this, doesn't your friend realise that he's ruined you both uh, for the whole competition? <laughs> we have to make it the top four. You could have said to him, look, just fly at me so I can make it to the top four. And I could have said to him, look, I'll just fly at you so you can make it to the top four. Do you realize, Maturin, that you have ruined us both? We're both we're both destroyed at this point. That's no correct. Point. It's the classic lobster pot. <laughs> we pulled each other back down to the bottom. That's right. <laughs> well, we're, we're bang in the middle of the board at the moment with our MOV of 40-something uh, was the difference between us. So thank you, Maturin, for spoiling the World Cup for me and my wife. Uh, you've done an excellent job. Well and you as well. It was an exciting game, and there's always the chance that we will submarine our way to victory. That's right. That's right. Bring me up against some large ships which have no squadron support that I can slowly decimate. As long as they're not Starhawks. I hate Starhawks. Now, that I, can't, <laughs> now I can't double ram them. I hate double Starhawks. Uh, the other thing to say is, of course, we must always in the service choose the lesser of two weevils. And so um, given the choice of flying... And playing to the other play other players' list, other players' plan, and hoping for a good result, or just taking a six-five, 
lesser weevil is just to take the six five. So let that be a lesson to all our wonderful listeners out there. Fantastic. Anything else you thank want to you add, for, sir? No, no. Just thank you for your time and your organization and your uh, long-time friendship. Uh, thank you, sir. As we were setting up for this podcast, trying to find the log file, I did find a log file that I've saved from 2017 of myself versus Maturin. So, yes, we've been playing now for a couple of years. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to Task Force Orange. I'm LTD, and that was Maturin. That's right. And so it's good night from me and good night from him. Have a fantastic evening.